Are you recording yet? I think. I hope. Yeah, that sounds... Yeah, okay, I'm good. How's it going, Nate? It's going pretty good. Yeah, it's good. If you hear some rumbling in the background, it's probably the neighbor's um, stereo. <laughs> surround sound. Probably their surround sound. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Apartment subwoofer is my, mm. that's my supposition. With a downward firing <laughs> sub directly yeah. above you. Yeah. Uh, a we- welcome to, it's just called Two Brothers. Thank you. Uh- <laughs> I'll start. I'm Marcus. <laughs> I'm James. Good to have you with us. Indeed. Wait, am I talking to you? Are you talking to me or are you talking to them? (laughs) It works both ways, but uh, it's kind of changing tenses. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm too sleepy to do otherwise. It's been a series of long days. Well, my schedule changed, so I have to get up in the morning instead of in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You are not accustomed to early arisal. Not really. I mean, only briefly when I I can't go back to sleep this time. This time it's for money. <laughs> oh, that's the best reason. Mm-hmm. Almost. Yeah, it's valid. Yeah. Well, you know, money can be exchanged for goods and services. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, $20. I wanted a peanut. $20 can buy many peanuts. Explain how. Money can be exchanged for goods and services. Woohoo! <laughs> and also for power tools. Uh, I sent you a picture the other day as uh, I was, let's see, was it last week? when bef- Just before our show, I think. Uh-huh. Where I, uh, I had my my string trimmer, uh, yeah. aka weed whacker, but not a, a uh, copyrighted company. Is that a real company, weed whacker? I think it must I be. I don't know. I, I don't think they exist I anymore. Was a, a nickname, but okay. Nickname. I'll cut this part out if it doesn't exist. All right. Or maybe I'll leave this part in, mm-hmm. except for the parts where I say I cut this part out. <laughs> anyway, I sent you a thing, uh, and I was uh, out there. I had my flannel shirt on, and I trimming down the weeds in the yard. Like, man, we don't live in this cookie cutter world anymore. <laughs> Pretty nice. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Agreed. I don't know what I can say to that. Like I, I'm in full agreement. Yeah. But on the other hand, <laughs> you're living in an apartment in the sky. So. A deluxe apartment in the sky. Yes. Yeah. Cut, Although it's get the, cut the deluxe part out. Ah. Well, yes. No, no. It's got the the window. Um. Yeah. One end is a window. You know, it's like um those those inner what is it inner berths on a cruise ship. You oh, want to. Yeah. You're down by the bilge. Yes. <laughs> if you want to save money, well, get the super saver uh, cabin. So, yeah, many is the night that I can open the sliding door and uh, smell the city, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which on rainy days is quite nice. I'm not sure if <laughs> mm-hmm. the, in the hotter moments, which it is now, I'm very disappointed. I'm very yeah. disappointed in fall, Portland. Pick it up. <laughs> Permission to speak frankly, sir? Permission granted. You are quite wealthy. Thank you, Smithers. Your candor is most refreshing. No, no, I mean, why don't you pay for the fight yourself? Ah, Smithers, a big title fight is one of those rare occasions that I savor the sights, the sounds, and, yes, the smells of other men. Uh, That's got to be season two? Season one? Season two? Pretty early. When they were watching the fight. Oh, uh, yes, that's got to be season one. Season one is the cable thing. Lisa versus the eighth, ninth, eighth commandment. So I got my uh, got my power tools. We got a string trimmer. We got a, uh, a hedge trimmer. Just came in. Yeah, but you're um, Mister Farmer now. I know, and mm. 
got the uh, swappable battery for for the two of them. Yeah. The cobalt eighty volt <laughs> system, with rechargeable lithium ion battery. Cobalt isn't a cobalt isn't a bad brand. I be, mm-hmm. I have it's, some experience. Yeah, it's uh, it's made by Greenworks mm-hmm. uh, for Lowe's. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> if we gain sponsorship, pause for uh, Lowe's dot com <laughs> promo right yeah, there. Very specific. The uh, you never know who's listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this, let's see. Along with the uh, hedge trimmer, got my new grill. Oh wow! Got my, got my grill on. Um, I, we left the old grill back at the old house mm-hmm. uh, because it was going to be a pain in the butt to to have the movers move it, and also it was a little rusty. Yeah. So. I figured I'd just get a new one. I'm sure. Get up here to the new place. So got me the real deal, the Weber 22-inch kettle. Wow. It's the Master Touch GBS. The All GBS right. stands for Gourmet Barbecue System. So you know it's good because there are about 20 accessories that you want that they want you to buy when yeah. it's a system. Great <laughs> barbecue slaughter. Yeah. Uh, gourmet B. It should be that instead of GBS, it should be GBBQS. <laughs> like, oh, insert clip of Doctor Nick. That B is for B. You try the best. Now try the rest. Call one six hundred Doctorb. The B is for bargain. <laughs> a little clip heavy today. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, uh, Simpsons clip heavy. In fact, <laughs> it's all we know, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to. Actually, uh, we've got it planned. Um, gonna gonna grill up some fish tomorrow. Yeah, uh, we're gonna go to the go to the fish market and get something fresh. Yeah, I gotta pay yeah. better attention. I missed a clip last week, and I don't. That's a, it's very embarrassing. Well, a hmm. <laughs> uh, womp womp. <laughs> Perhaps this foghorn will tell me. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that's not why we're here, folks. The real reason we're here today is because, because we it's both... time. That's <laughs> because we have to do a show. <laughs> because we really like to do a show called "It's Just Called Two Brothers," and two of those brothers <laughs> really like the band Journey. Yeah, I mean, it depends. I have always liked them since I heard them, and mm-hmm. and I have uh, some. It's not something that I listen to regularly, but mm-hmm. when I do, I sort of obsess on them for a day or two. Yeah. Well, the thing about that is, I was noticing they have um, eighteen top forty hits, uh, never having a number one. Huh. That surprises so me actually. It would surprise me too. They, I would have assumed at least Open Arms would have been mm-hmm. number one in the in the power ballad yeah. era, but um, but no. Uh, and they are oh, they're second early. That's mm-hmm. that's eighty one. So yeah, I guess a couple of years early for the super power ba- power ballad mm-hmm. time. So it's a very to, to begin. They are second place behind uh, Electric Light Orchestra with 20 top 40 hits and never Ooh. a number one. Wow. I couldn't believe they had 20 hits. Um, I can. There's a, there's a lot. I mean. Well, there's 20. Jeff Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that, that blew me away to hear. You know, I got Hello Telephone Line. Mm-hmm. And you got, uh, what's the other one? Mr. Blue Sky. Okay. Turn to Stone. Yep, yep. Um, See, that's it. Three. you got 17 more to figure out. Well, I mean, I couldn't name all of them, but... Correct. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it's pretty interesting that, that they had, uh, that Journey had 18 top 40s. Mm-hmm. What calls you to the band Journey and a band like Journey? I mean, 
the uh, prowess of its lead singer is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really, really, I, I always have time for Steve Perry. I, I sure. will always enjoy him singing, even if I don't really want to hear Journey. <laughs> if I don't want to hear the band, I just, every time it's like, wow, that that guy is really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've said before, I, it's not just that he's technically great. He's, you know, bang on pitch for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, you know, really solid uh, pitch wise, you can sort of target the notes. It sounds yeah. And uh, you have to keep in mind, you know, like a lot of seventies and eighties artists, it was before pitch correction mm-hmm. could even be a thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's really great. Everybody is super tight. Um, yeah, they are. They're all you know, great musicians. Steve Smith, you know, the drummer, went on to uh, create acclaim as a jazz drummer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. It's the harmonies. They've yeah. always been great at harmonies. They all sound, they all can sing, and they all sound good together. Well, that that was one of the things when I was looking there, looking up their history. So many rabbit holes that I, I went down <laughs> with that with the different guys and, and stuff. You said uh, going on to be a jazz drummer. Um, they started. They were put together from a couple different bands. Um, mm-hmm. Greg Raleigh and Neil Schoen came from Santana, which was already a super group at that time. I mean, I'm a not, super hit. I'm not sure. I always, said, I always said Raleigh. Hmm? I don't it, know if I heard it out loud. Okay, Raleigh. R- Raleigh, yeah. I hadn't either, but uh, until yesterday, I, I listened to him. Uh, uh, he's like, hi, this is Greg Raleigh, and here's my story. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I want to so, look at that because he is just a super nice guy. Yeah. And a very astute musician. So they came from um, Santana. Mm-hmm. You'll note you'll note uh, Greg Raleigh's voice on uh, Black Magic Woman, Black Magic and, Woman, yeah, Oye Komova, and all you mm-hmm. know all their greatest hits from the late '60s, and who else? And then a couple of guys came from uh, Frumius Bandersnatch, <laughs> Ross Valerie, and no, Ross Valerie no, and because, George Dickner. Okay, so I don't know who that is. Okay, he's the rhythm guitar uh, right. guitarist. He dumped him, or he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so two of the guys came from Frumius Bandersnatch, mm. um, a uh, sort of psychedelic psychedelic rock band of the time, and they were put together by um, Santana's manager Herbie Herbert mm-hmm. to be just sort of a backup group for established uh, Bay Area artists. Yeah, um, but they were also all so good that they like abandoned that idea and just started gigging on their own um, as a jazz fusion group, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then. But then um, somebody suggested, I guess one of their roadies suggested the name Journey, and they uh, started on that journey, uh, mm-hmm. uh, on that path, and uh, just secured a recording contract with Columbia uh, to do uh, rock stuff, right. and boom, there it was. Yeah. Gold, baby. Right. And then um, had yet to reach the the heights that they would one day mm-hmm. um, before they added Steve Perry. Right. So they did okay. Mm-hmm. With their first couple albums, right? But then, and that uh, was some a little bit on the strength of the name that they, they, you know, it's like, hey, it's dudes formerly in Santana, right? Probably, probably, or at least to uh, get them to be played. Yeah, you know, they could at least uh, you know insider information with, right. to put out to the DJs, and then uh, Neil and Ross Valerie and um, Ainsley Dunbar, mm-hmm. uh, who became their drummer, um, all started taking singing lessons. So they could start blending vocal harmonies with Greg Rowley. Mm-hmm. And that turned out great. <laughs> and then, you know, Steve Perry came along and they got even better. A lot better. They just sort of found found their voice, as it were, found mm-hmm. their their true... Niche, maybe. S- niche. True, yeah. true musical niche. They, they uh, yeah, as and, and 
Greg would be the first to say, you know, that he um, was happy for them to, you know, have the success that they had. He he recognized that he couldn't uh, uh, bring them there himself, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like he, they, they needed an extra push. It, yeah. it's, it's like anything else in a band. Everything has to work with the zeitgeist. Yeah, right. People have to want what you're offering yeah, at yeah. the time, right? Because there's some luck there. Just oh, absolutely, right place, yeah. right time in a lot of the arts mm-hmm. uh, to be to be that huge. So. And Nirvana yeah. the same way. You know, there are a lot of bands that were doing similar things, but just well, not the, like, quite the thing that everybody wanted. Wait, are you talking about Nirvana? Uh, yeah, I am right now. To, to, to sort of launch the grunge mm-hmm. thing into prominence? Yeah, into orbit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that though it wasn't great. And, you know, not that journey wasn't great, but you do have to be in the right place at the right time. I wonder how much those um, album covers helped. You know those. Uh, I'm sure the yeah, a fair mouse art, fair bit. Stanley Mouse, you know, with the airbrushed thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, logos sell. <laughs> Don't know. Yeah, yeah, the I winged, think winged spheres and scarabs and things, the sparkly, shiny, rainbowy. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, didn't hurt. Um, I wouldn't think. Yeah, and then um, to have a sort of superstar frontman, rock star idol type, which mm-hmm. I mean, I, they kind of all were really image wise. Mm-hmm. To some degree, yeah. and then uh, that just yeah propelled them uh, into a <laughs> almost number one, near number one status. Yeah, amazingly, yeah. Um, they they remind me. I, I'm drawn to them mostly by the sort of the, the vocal harmonies, but there's a lot mm-hmm. of uh, other of their tunes that I find fun to listen mm-hmm. to. Yeah, um, let's say any way you want it. As long as everybody's here, let's party. Where's all that liquor coming from? It's a party, Mark. Doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And numerous tunes are, that just have a great hook mm-hmm. to them. But then, but the, their their vocal blend is great to me, which is one of the great things I, I love about Boston. Yeah. For the same reason, you know, they just that's just the, the thing that I like. Mm-hmm. Well, most like, of that is Brad. Well, yeah, yeah, but that's the same. It's sort of that style, mm-hmm. not the, not the that they were multiple people in the band were blending but just yeah. that that style um who else sticks mm-hmm. kind of had that yes right. who's a true sticks you know a true blend of everyone in the band the, the mm. james and um tommy and dennis particularly excellent choices that's three let's see what did i say yes and mm-hmm. uh, somebody compared journey to foreigner i don't really quite see that in the in the vocal mm-hmm. end of it but maybe in the just sort of Driving rock. Yeah, there's uh, not much of that. Uh, I would say there's a little bit of background vocals that uh, mostly it's just Lou up front. Yeah, but maybe in their him. earlier stuff, in in Journey's earlier stuff. Uh, sure, perhaps. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know. And then uh, who else? Well, certainly Queen. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there was that whole like late '70s, early '80s push. Kansas. Mm-hmm. You know, who Asia. <laughs> like all those guys. Yeah. Even to some like, degree. I think. I feel like Asia again is mostly John Wetton dubbed over himself, mm-hmm. but um, but the, the, there's a connection between Yes and Journey in that they both have you know high tenor frontmen, high tenor leads. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a those are those are hard to find. But to get back, let's I yeah. I put this on the blog this week because uh, 
I was reading a thing uh, Austin Kleon put on his his own blog about you know dark times call for you know happy moments that you know more light that you bring uh, to 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 the times. Mm-hmm. That's sort of your duty in dark times, um, <laughs> not to celebrate the darkness, but to sort of shine against it. Uh, you know, offer alternatives. Yeah, uh, celebrate what is good. Indeed. Uh, and uh, that that just you know emphasizes the happy um, nature, I guess, the, of the music. I hate the word upbeat because it's really abused, but this this sort of joyous nature of it, uh, yeah. it does always get me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of angst in mm-hmm. Journey's music. <laughs> no, well, and, no uh, it's very rare. There's yeah. it, there's some, yeah, but it is rare that, for, um, compared to their catalog. And then mm-hmm. you, you know you watch them perform. I mean, he's having a great time, mm-hmm. Steve Perry, and and yeah. the other guys are just. Uh, Oh, they seem to be re- be really enjoying themselves. Yes, performing, that's true. and uh, so that's good. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah, that's fun to see. And they were excellent live, just amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they recorded live a lot, but um, but yeah, and on stage, it's that's mm, <laughs> there's some pros right there. <laughs> it's, a, it's again very tight, and all the and it strikes me strikes me how tight the harmony vocals are you know, just in a live setting. Mm-hmm. So they all did blend well together. Yeah, those singing lessons paid off. They and their, their attentiveness to their own music, mm-hmm. you know, and how to use those lessons yeah. to benefit the music. Was, I would say that. was great. And so I put that on the blog just randomly. It, it came to me. I should put in, like, I don't always listen to a, a lot all the way through. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to certain songs and I'll skip to another song and I'll, listen to most of a thing and I'll go back and, you know, pick something else. Um, but I had several just moments within songs right. that are favorite, favorite moments. Yeah. Favorite things about journey. So, um, here's, I don't know if I should explain it, but here is, you, so here is, uh, a, a just sort of a compilation of those favorite moments. Love and you. 
Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's some good stuff. <laughs> Neat. Uh, <laughs> uh, probably not as good as if you heard all the songs all the way through and then... Well, yeah, I, I kept on thinking, oh, no, that's the, oh, wait, <laughs> yeah. ooh, this is pretty cool. Oh, right. oh wait, I want to hear more. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And so. and less powerful if it's not leading up to that in so many yeah. cases. But still, I yeah, those are them. Yeah. I, so it, what are they? They were... Um, <laughs> There are uh, several things. It's uh, the, the not faithfully. So the beginning of any time, that's always uplifting, right? When I write, you can't stay mad <laughs> <laughs> or upset for long if you stick that on. Mm-hmm. Uh, then in uh, faithfully, uh, it's it's a little cheesy, but still, I thought that syncopation of how he sings, two strangers learn to fall in love again was. That, that's really striking. Then, um, good morning girls, really beautiful. Um, a bit of a, at the end of escape, it comes, it comes in that little part with the G add nine chords mm-hmm. uh, in the, after the first verse. Uh, but then he sings that long held note and he is particularly good at knowing, uh, when best to use vibrato and when to sing a straight tone. Yes. I, I will. As uh, I was saying uh, recently to somebody at work, that he's probably peerless in his interpretive ability mm-hmm. of that of that kind of song. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. Uh, he's really, really good at phrasing. Yeah, some of those uh, hair metal guys are just like super vibrato all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, it's because a, they they just sort of picked it picked it up as yeah. oh, this is what I do. Yeah, uh, or this is what we do. Yeah, it's almost like they, a shtick. Yeah, yeah. Whereas uh, he's got some, he's got something else. And mm-hmm. and um, Arnel Pineda, who is uh, the the current singer, uh, is is really good and uh, super nice. I don't have anything bad to say about him, but he's sort of interpreting Steve's music mm-hmm. uh, and Steve's style. Yeah, it makes him a secondary singer in my eyes. Right, he's he he's only going to be ever thought of as sort of like the replacement. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily. I even though say they've done, only. even though there's original stuff, there's new things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not the. Uh, it's not like a new version like they had with Steve Perry. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of um, when Sammy Hagar took over after David Lee Roth left mm-hmm. Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. that idea. It's, not the same. it's fine, and it's uh, a lot of that is fun. You know, he's a yeah. and, Sam, and Sammy Hagar's a good singer. Oh yeah, sure. And, and somebody even they, say they, great. And he, another another sort of uh, tenor. They came into their own with him. He lasted long enough, and they they put out enough music. I think that it was almost like a new generation of Van Halen listeners. Yeah, um, were were totally fine with Sammy Hagar, and some of us who who grew up with David Lee Roth were like more grumblers. Mm. <laughs> reluctant uh to give him his due i think yeah. especially at the beginning definitely you know, but uh so i uh i i have come around full circle where i was into if you like the hagar version for a while um for a couple of albums and you know i played it a bunch and then over the years i went at least lyrically those those lyrics seem stuck in a high school sort of mindset yeah uh, agreed yeah they are definitely juvenile Whereas uh, David Lee Roth is silly, mm-hmm. the, the vocals are silly, and they're a little sometimes sexist and uh, often concerned with what? you know <laughs> frivolous <laughs> things like just having a good time. Yeah, but there's something about the the universality of it mm-hmm. and the the timelessness of 
you know, those, the, the sentiments. And the, the Hagar thing almost never doesn't take itself seriously, mm-hmm. which, uh, the, you know, David Lee Roth is the opposite. Mm-hmm. Almost never mm-hmm. does. He does have charisma. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and uh, so, so it's, those are still fun to listen to. The, yeah. the old Van Halen stuff. Wow. How many people do you think are, are listening to the show? Uh, maybe only the people <laughs> that are listening to the show mm-hmm. know that, that reference. He's got charisma. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, only from, uh, well, uh, just an MTV long play version, right? Uh, yeah. Well, it was right after he Cut did Edelman's, uh, not Edelman's Smile. It was right after he did uh, Crazy from the Heat mm-hmm. and uh, Just a Gigolo. Yeah. So it's like, same sort of idea for the video, framing it with, uh, you know, a larger story. Right, right. Being, as, being as was the style. A goofball, yeah. Yeah, as was the style of the times mm-hmm. when uh, music videos reigned supreme. Right. Over the actual musical in a lot, of, a lot of circumstances. Yeah. The other thing I like about David Lee Roth is he doesn't sort of always get the girl. <laughs> like, he's not supreme pickup artist. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Everything, you know, he tries, uh, works and, and not, you know, it's, it's a little self-deprecating. Like, yep. Hey, mama. I was like, well, I tried. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's a similar thing, uh, in ACDC where Bon Scott was, uh, he had that going as well. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, literally, you know, a whole song shot down in flames. <laughs> she told me to go to hell. <laughs> Do you, do you think? Um, but that was back to David Lee Roth when he was when he went solo. Mm-hmm. He was able to explore that more, and not and not uh, I think have the band to to have right. to uh, accommodate in mm-hmm. his stories. Yes, yeah. Well, you know, it's the tension in Van Halen. We, uh, yeah, we've we've spoken about that too. Mm-hmm. We were talking about jazz and mm-hmm. uh, and how how they started out uh, Journey back to Journey, mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> jump cut. <laughs> Back to Journey, uh, they started out as a jazz fusion group. Yeah. Um, Steve Smith was, he went to Berkeley, mm-hmm. uh, College of Music in Boston, Baston. And um, so he was a Boston. jazz drummer already. And then um, some of that led me to uh, see some stuff about Ainsley Dunbar, who was uh, a British uh, drummer, but he came over to the, to the Bay Area and he joined, uh, he joined Journey. Mm-hmm. But then uh, soon, I don't know why soon, but uh, Herbie Herbert fired him. <laughs> then he joined Jefferson Starship, yet another Bay Area group hmm. who was on the rise after even being Jefferson Airplane. Then, of course, their Starship business was yeah. uh, short-lived super fame, mm-hmm. and rightly so. I, that, that's, um, <laughs> I'm kind of embarrassed to, know, to, to say that I did buy We Built the City on Rock and Roll <laughs> album. Uh, we Built the yeah. City, uh, the album. Knee yeah. deep in the hoopla. What are you going to do? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jefferson Starship... Um, did have and Starship um, had uh, Craig Chikiso, mm-hmm. uh, the guitarist, uh, yeah. who I do like. I like his playing, and sure. um, he always seemed like one of those guys that really enjoyed <laughs> performing and uh, definitely enjoyed yeah. his music. But um, and he has I, a wicked tone, so yeah, can't yeah. get better than Jane. So after doing that, um, then he went off and had a, a career as a new age and jazz artist, and he's had a, just a stellar career you know, <laughs> over a million albums sold in, in that genre but then the thing that really caught my attention was very recently he's become a, a huge advocate for music therapy and it's um 
its use in treating, not just treating, but working with children in, um, in hospitals and also uh, dementia patients. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's been a, a very good solicitor of funds from charities for um, uh, m- instruments for kids and music therapists to go in and work with folks. Uh, so that was pretty nice. Like, mm. whoa, what a nice young man. Yeah. And you were saying Greg Raleigh is a similar uh, yeah, advocate he, he, of education. That, uh, the video that I saw of him was talking specifically about um, how we need more arts education, uh, music <laughs> education and art has been stricken from the record <laughs> in a lot of places <laughs> to uh, to save money. Yeah. And, you know, he talks, uh, he almost uses the same kind of terminology that I've talked about. Uh, you know, we don't want just mindless robotic cubicle dwellers. Uh, and by we, I mean those of us who support things besides just, you know, the three R's, mm-hmm. uh, reading, rat, and arithmetic, you know. And uh, so th- there's this sort of arbitrary push to be number one in, you know, math and science. You know, we got to beat the Japanese and they're ahead <laughs> of us in math and science. Like, okay. Somebody's got to be ahead, but, you know, we don't necessarily have to be number one. We can still mm-hmm. be really good at it. And you may note that uh, Japan has one of the one of the greatest uh, music education yeah. systems in the world. Now, I must say part of that is because they had a societal push to get kids off the street. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, basically there's a lot of after-school programs, so a lot of kids go all during work hours, so like 8 mm-hmm. to 5, mm-hmm. either at school. You know, so they've got their school work and then they have their after-school clubs and programs like like music uh and then a lot of them do saturdays as well you know so a lot of kids in in japan so they get a a huge amount of extra extra work done that uh the main school day is pretty much core academics but that's what the the society decided instead of sending their kids home as latchkey kids and just to watch tv Mm -hmm. you know they really spent the money on uh, a huge amount of after school programs and and uh, weekend programs for to include the arts that's okay the same Sure, we would. Yeah. Um, you know, not for me, of course. I, I do right. enjoy my weekends and after school, but, yes. but everybody else should. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't. We've barely touched on the history of rock and roll. So, if you join us next week, yes. it'll be part two part of two. our seventy-three part series on the <laughs> history of rock and roll of 1977 to 1982, exploring all the connections and minutia of switching <laughs> bands and musicians. No doubt, you talk about rabbit holes again. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. It's amazing. Well, so a shout out to Wikipedia for that. Yes. At the very least, right? Uh, you know, YouTube not even included. So, well, YouTube is more distracting because it'll show you a lot of stuff that's, you know, not even relevant. But <laughs> yeah, like, hey, I know you like that other thing. How about this? Yeah, turn off autoplay. <laughs> you like the Simpsons, own. huh? Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to send us an email, <laughs> it's just called twobrothers.com has the email service, <laughs> so you can probably cut this part out, James. <laughs> You I thought I had something. You can send us an email at bros at the, it's just called two brothers.com. Yep, yep. And you can tweet at us at IJC2B. And uh, I blog every day at uh, MarcusHarwell.com. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I thought, I, thought I had something there. I was trying to uh, trying to do a, a roundabout. Along. Sometimes you, you, you stumble if we break the routine.